Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Signal Fire Radio, Season 3, Episode 2. It is a beautiful 82 degrees today in Wilmington, North Carolina at the end of February. Matthew, is it unseasonably warm right now? Yep. Or are we just being graciously blessed with beautiful weather? Uh, I would say the prior. Tell me about conditions uh, for either surfing or spearfishing today. Given that it was so warm, do you think there's going to be a decent amount of local people out on the water? Or is it too windy? Tell me about visibility. I, really I know you know. checked all the conditions. I know I know visibility is pretty decent right now because really? I was at none other than Scott's house today. Oh? and Scott were, Wilkinson? Yeah, and they were at high Former. tide at his dock. And from his living room, okay. I could see at high tide in his little channel, the water looked kind of blue that's a subtle way of saying like i know important people yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. oh my oh my friend oh, notice he, how i didn't say his whole dude, name he did this he did this to me scott wilkinson has been on the podcast hence the joke although dick. i love you know what i love about scott so much is that like he is like number one contributor on linkedin like he'll like your stuff always and he and i met on linkedin a former a former friend colleague we he worked for scott worked for john and John, like I did personal training for him when we lived in Atlanta, he's like, hey, you guys should meet. He's, you're both in the area. And Scott still does not have a profile picture. So this was 2019. And I've asked him consistently for years, Scott, please put up a profile picture. And he, he doesn't won't need do it. it. He doesn't, doesn't need it. He didn't get a house by the water yeah. with a profile picture. I know. I know. Matt, Matt also like subtly did this at church a couple weeks ago um, when he was like, bro. Our daughters were playing with some people, like $6 million house, right on the sound. You're looking at me like you don't remember this conversation. I'm trying to remember, but yes, now I do. You now were I know there. what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and Matt was Matt was like, we're going to make friends with them. And I was like, let's do it. And they have a private jet. So. Yeah. And we're I'm sure they're definitely. good people, too. Yeah, so. they're probably very, very nice people. <laughs> and the last name I didn't recognize, but apparently they're into real estate. So I'm like, okay. oh, that's neat. All right. Their house was neat. That is super <laughs> neat. Hey, if this is your first time joining us on Signal Fire Radio, we want to welcome you. This is a show about ambitious leadership for ambitious leaders. And each and every day, Matt, we have encouraging conversations designed to feed the mind, strengthen the body, enrich the spirit, and grow your tribe. Matt, at the sign-off of last week's episode, I said, feed the body. Mm -hmm. I got to give myself some feedback. That, that was a bad sign-off last week. And then I also have another thing that I have to admit— I have no idea how to spell bureaucracy. I do. I don't. Dude, I sat on no, my I do. iPhone. I do. I do. I do. Okay, I do. spell it. I feel Rip like it. I do. Bure uh, B B E U. No. You're already wrong. See, I think no, it's B U E? No. No. B E A U. That's nope. what I said. No, see. Nope. <laughs> see, I told you I didn't know. I, how to I do get it. screwed up on it all the time too. <laughs> B E A U. No, it's B U. B-U-R. So it's bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. Yeah, there's, there are so many people. I'm gonna, I, I so just I had to make the admission. No, it's a good, I had to make the a, admission. I have another thought experiment. Okay. Matt, would you rather eat a baby goat or a matter baby? What's a matter baby? <laughs> Not much sugar. What's the matter with you? All of that was done because Brandon and I talked pregame about throwing these little idiosms at you to see how you would handle. Yeah. And also to announce that uh, we have a new segment in Signal Fire Radio. It is open for sponsorship. We are hoping that either Monster Energy Drink, Rain Energy Drink, or Waterloo Sparkling Water. Or Apple. Or Apple. Or Apple. Yeah. Or whoever made this pen wants to jump on this sponsorship because, Matt, this is going to go viral. Okay? Mm -hmm. And... 
My nephew, who is in the back of the studio today, inspired it. So I need to shout out John Michael, who's leaving for Navy boot camp in June. And he's got a contract to be a SEAL, so he's got to get through Bud. So congratulations, John Michael. You're carrying on the Wren's family military history and heritage, and I'm very proud of you for doing that. But he, but he inspired a segment for you, Matt, that I kicked it off with Brandon, and Brandon agrees that we have to do it, and we think it's going to go viral. Okay, 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 okay. okay, um, okay. We are going to give you a phrase said by a Gen Zer and ask you to define it or interpret it. Check. Do you want to do it now, or do you want to wait? Just fire at random. Fire at random? Yeah. All right, I'm going to do it right now, then. Okay. Uh, let me give you the context while I pull up the phrase. The other day on our Instagram page, Signal Fire Radio on Instagram. Go get By us the a- way, we oh. made a post recently that my wife pointed out we misspelled his last name. Oh. No, we didn't. Yeah, yes, it said ready, John. Hell yeah. I, I, I'm always ready. Listen, <laughs> where does Sarah... always ready. Listen, where does Sarah get the bells to tell me... That I spelled it wrong. Of course I put ready, John. Where'd you get those bells from? Heaven? It's a wordplay because he is always ready. See, but this is why He's you should follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram hey, because we're where super edgy. Un- on Instagram, unchained. Unchained we're on unbroken. Instagram. <laughs> un- yeah, unbroken. We're LinkedIn, dude. I still got to maintain really. I just feel like I have to be really corporate on LinkedIn. Yeah, for sure. Because you've got a lot of corporate, you know. Jobs right now. Jobs right now. Yeah, I do have yeah, a lot right. of jobs. <laughs> a lot no, of... I just feel like LinkedIn, the platform, doesn't like encourage like the creativity or maybe the genuineness or authenticity of some be other change, platforms. Yeah, be, be the change, change you want to see. I mean, I am. I am. You know, <laughs> I'm I a long haired hippie. You know, that's why I think I became somewhat. You are known, far from a hippie. Known my locally. I've seen your wardrobe. <laughs> I know. Second week in a row, Matt's made that joke. Okay. Well, so here's the context on Instagram. <clears throat> I shared a post of a very funny comedian named Theo Vaughn. And if anybody who knows Theo Vaughn is listening, uh, please get him in touch with us because I think he would be a great guest right here. Very, very funny. That person. was the earlier thread with Eva? Uh, yes. That yeah, stand-up I sent comedian guy? Yeah, 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 that stand-up comedian. So John Michael sends me your phrase that you're going to have to interpret here um, in response to this Theo Vaughn video that I put up. Okay. You have a question? No. Okay. The phrase is, Theo Vaughn is out of pocket. Matt, interpret... Off the hook. Out of this world. Effing extravagant. Can you... No, so we're going to have to set some context. Off the we're going to have to set some rules. I like Drop the going. mic. I like where he's going. Ha- he's putting a 90s spin <laughs> on, a, on a 2010s. That was our off the hook, bro. 2020s. I okay, guess. so we understand. Yes, I agree with you there. But you have to define it in actual language. What does out of pocket mean? You can't just say at, out of pocket means some other thing that an earlier generation said that made absolutely Word no up, sense. Word up, young people. Yeah. <laughs> out of this world. Hello, fellow school kids. <laughs> it was out of this world. Yeah, right? So each generation has one. I understand. Understand, I grant that, but it all has I a little bit of a different. It all like has a little bit of, of a different meaning. What the hell does out of pocket mean? I get why they use it or what they're trying. Out of pocket. To that means when you're off the radar, especially basically a way of ditching work. <laughs> I am out of pocket. Out of pocket. <laughs> oh, right. No, no, no. Oh, he out was, of the pocket. He was very the or duh. It was out of. Or is it out duh? O u t t a. Oh, out of pocket. Out of pocket, which is definitely different than out of pocket. Right. Which means I am inaccessible at the moment. Because Correct. I do not believe that that was the intended meeting of Theo Vaughn is out of pocket. Right. Right. I just learned back at Thanksgiving what uh, 
Your drip is strong. I was like, I learned what that was. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we don't need to add that one to the no. reservoir. Still, <laughs> Nor still, will I ever. Still, sir, if you could please. I feel as childish as can be. If you could please answer the question. I just None, did. Nonetheless. No, you have not defined what I, you've given no context. You've only used other things to describe the same thing that yeah. means the same thing. Yeah. In a category of their own. Give us the etymology of out of pocket as Matt Mylas. Like edamamis? Yeah, like edamamis. No. Like Where do you think out of pocket originated own. from? This conversation is going to go on for a very long time. It could. <laughs> out of pocket. Do you think I do you think I would make a good litigator? No. So. Like if he was my witness on the stand? No. I'd stick, go full cousin Vinny on stick your Stick to biz dev and relationship building and sales. <laughs> Tell us out of pocket. And I'm gonna I don't know what else to say. I'm going to Google it on Urban Dictionary so that way we can move on from it. I'll give you the lifeline this one time because we didn't talk about it. But next week, come prepared to answer the damn question. Is there a better definition you could provide, Brandon Esquire? Without knowing what the uh, Urban Dictionary definition would Let, be. I mean, let's just assume it's off the hook. This generation's yeah. off the hook. Yeah, so basically, yeah, off the, I would say out of pocket means like he's wild, like he's funny, he's crazy. Damn, dude, he's in a category of his own. All right, here's the definition from Urban Dictionary. Um, uh, Urban Dictionary has out of pocket when a person or persons, they, them, acts like an idiot or doesn't follow the rules per se. Why is she acting like that? Bitches out of pocket. So, yeah. Is or as? No, it just says, it just says, bitch is out of pocket. That's a soundbite. Yeah. That's <laughs> I gotta keep it professional on LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> so if something so here's another here's another alternative meaning. Uh, very close to what Brandon was saying. If something or someone is out of pocket or out of pocket, it means they are wild, ridiculous, or extreme. Which now makes sense to me what the hell John Michael was trying to communicate to me mm-hmm. regarding Theo Vaughn. I'm glad we got that squared away. Me too. I wasn't right. going to sleep tonight unless no. we got uh, that. You strengthened a nation today, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. All Thank right, you for your uh, service. Send us Gen Z phrases that your kids say, and we will read them live on air in front of Matthew and make him give a proper definition of it. You can email me, rob at signalfire.media, or you can email Matt, matt at signalfire.media. Send us your submissions. We're going to try and stump Matt. And if you know the sponsors, I mean, if you're somebody from Monster, you're somebody from Rain or Waterloo Sparkling Water, and you want to get on all this action, come on. Yeah. Come on. I like it. Uh, Matt, how was your day today? Busy. You, you were with Bunker Labs. You want to shout out the folks from Bunker Labs and all the shout great work you guys are doing Labs. there? Shout out to Bunker Labs. Yeah. Shout out to all the positive impact we're having. Um, yeah, we had our, our bi-weekly uh, veterans and residents huddle where it's a six-month cohort. We come together a couple of weeks with veteran or military-connected entrepreneurs, and uh, we essentially share in our struggles and support each other and provide resources and connections and tapping networks and all the aspects of, like, supporting early-stage entrepreneurship. And anyways, we just had a meeting down at Common Desk. And um, When you say bi-weekly, yeah. you mean, like, every other week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I ask about that, too. So what's bi-monthly? Is that every other month? Every yeah. Every month, yeah. Well, then, is twice a month the same as bi-weekly? Affirmative. Okay. So, when... We're solving complex challenges This reminded me of a funny... A buddy of mine, when we were in the Marine Corps, um, <laughs> he was, like, always one of those dudes. You too? <laughs> <laughs> he was always one of those guys that, like, no matter what, like, if someone was telling a story, he would always, like, butt in and be like, what are y'all talking about? What are you guys talking about? 
And uh, wait, was he paranoid? No, just like was nosy. Yeah, and so he got like, a little FOMO. He just always yeah, wanted to be with the boys. And yeah, exactly. know, know what's going on. He was yeah. like right. cool, but he wasn't the cool guy. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, he's a big, big dumb idiot from Texas. And um, <laughs> I, I love mean, what y'all talking about? And so uh, he, one of our staff sergeants, was like telling a story, and he's like, "What are y'all talking about, staff sergeant?" He goes, he goes "Persley, why are you always asking so many questions?" He said, "I don't know, staff sergeant. I'm just bi curious." <laughs> <laughs> Did he intend to say that? No, he goes, what the fuck do you mean? And he was like, well, I just meant like I'm curious about things. <laughs> that is, that sounds like something I would say. Uh, like, dude, Wait, what? That's, there's a t-shirt right there. I'm just bi-curious. Man, that is hilarious. Sorry, so your, your bi-weekly, bi-monthly thought made me think of Joey. Shout I know, that's Joey always threw me out, too. I... I'm just now at 42 ironing out like what bi-weekly and bi-monthly. So what do you think as far as networking? So like I went through like a fair share of networking groups like when I went out on my own like I went went through a fair share of groups before like I found the ones that I like. Obviously VVC is like you know the one that I go to but like how many is too many? There's groups out there that meet every week. Mm -hmm. There's groups that meet bi-weekly. Like every week for two hours. I was like... how do you have time? In the I think Rob and I week? both are very well qualified to answer that. I'm sober and I'm super burnt out on networking, man, because mm-hmm. I like last. So you hoard yourself good, out for this. Two I wore myself straight? out. Absolutely. No. Four, four years. Oh, hoard. Oh, oh, like socially. With a J in Spanish. <laughs> in Spanish? <laughs> Whiskey Henry. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Ja, 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 ja. No, yeah. like, you seriously, you, you were a social just like. So yeah, much too much. Like if, if yeah. you had advice for someone that's. That's trying to find their way in the entrepreneurship world. What would you say is, if in your experience, yeah, a good amount of groups, times, frequency, that kind of thing? I would say be be very consistent with one high impact group, and yeah. and don't like because when I when we first got here and I opened the insurance agency, I was like, I have to meet as many people as humanly possible. I have to have. I broke the numbers down, 25 conversations a week, meaningful conversations, and then conversions and numbers and blah, blah, blah would equal this. And for the most part, it worked. True to exactly as I calculated it. Um, But it also had a serious human effect on me because I was doing it nonstop. So, you know, to answer your question, like, uh, doing it, yeah. Well. (laughs) Well done, Brandon. Well done. (laughs) Ding. Um, You know, I was probably going to four groups a week. There Dang. and then if I would see if I would see like you know pop up things with new groups that looked interesting like I would just show up and go to it, um, but I got crazy burnt out. But then when we started VBC, and I had a leadership stake in it, and it was like I can help craft this thing, um, and I just was like I found way more enrichment um, personally and professionally by just like really being involved in one networking group that was serious about building their business and building their network, um, that I just stopped going all the other ones. So do you think that there's a a diminishing return on your ROI when it comes to the amount of time you spend? Like if you're doing four groups a week, like, like if you calculate, you know, you break down what you made in the month and you calculate down to an hourly level. Like, was it worth your time? Did you get new clients from that or, you know? Yeah, I mean, I got a ton of new clients from it. And I think you got to answer that question based off what kind of business you're in. Like, sure. in insurance, like, the goal is to build a book and then you live off of the renewals. Right. You know, so, like, if you, y- yes, your acquisition costs are going to be more than what you're probably in the negative with every single you know, new household that you bring on. 
for the first three, four, maybe even five years, depending. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the goal is, is as you get it there, then you can back away on the other stuff. Right. Well, once you get those, I feel like once you go out and you you bust your ass and you get those, that you, you start getting more word of mouth, more mm-hmm. organic clients that's from exactly them. what happened and so that's exactly what happened it's just interesting to me like you know there obviously like you said every industry is different but um yeah networking groups can be super beneficial yeah or they can't be you what do you find th- the right fit what do you think mateo because you've got a lot of perspective on this too i mean i, I agree you, you do a lot dude i've done you still you still do a decent amount of things between bunker labs and canines for service and bbc well yeah, yeah but i mean I mean, I used to, when I was at the university. That's, and, that's, he's being humble. He's a board member. Oh. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> um, yeah, I still want you to join, by the way, at some point. What is it? Canines for Service. Oh, yeah. Do you want to yeah. shout out their gala? Shout out Canines for Service gala is March 8th. 2nd? Uh, uh, 10-23. Shouldn't. Amateur 2 Paul 40, 10-23. Oh, I'll my, Google it. You finish your oh answer. God, I'll Google it. What a board it. member I am. I'll Google Please it. Please Google finish it. your answer. So, um, how many... I, for, first of all, I think it depends on what market you're in. Because yeah. I feel like frequent networking in the Wilmington market is going to look totally different than in Raleigh Very or in yeah, yeah, San Antonio. Um, and I've, I'll be honest. I feel like a majority of the networking groups that I've been to, a lot of them feel just like this like social club and some just go for like the social aspect and there's i've never seen any real value business-wise but then i've been to other ones that are almost too business focused that like you feel like you're going to class every day with a bunch of grandmas or something but yeah but no i mean overall i agree with what you said yeah i think you definitely get to a point where it's diminishing returns and you've crossed a threshold that it's like you don't have equilibrium between supply and demand Mm. that's it you bring up an interesting point though because i've been i've been thinking trying to think me yeah you me matt good job Matt. one point for matt is that um in a in a smaller town even though we're a growing town and so a lot of the times with the things that we go to in wilmington you'll see new people at every new event but for the most part you almost always say the same people core group yeah core group of people um like i can i know if i'm going to vbc or if i stumble in on accident to pcyp or any the chamber events i know what real estate agents i'm going to see there tim howard tim howard's going to be there shout Amen. out to him go buy his book mirror book available now it's a very good read i have a signed copy thank you i do too no, you don't. um but uh, yeah we'll see i'll know what real estate agents i'll see there i know what insurance agents i'll see there i, I know, know which ones have free drinks what mortgage, <laughs> what mortgage lenders i'll see there so it does attract kind of this the same nucleus of people. But to your point, like after everybody there kind of becomes a client, then does not attending those things weaken your referability by not being in front of those same people? Or are you so entrenched and valuable to that group of people that you're always going to maintain top of mind awareness with those people? Yeah. Like with you and VBC, you never come anymore. So, Hey man, (laughs) It's essentialism. I've been going through this. This, I love it. No, I'm just going through this. Crap. this tr- I just love you. I'm, I with, Matt, you I'm with Matt too. No, I, damn it. I want to say oh, something sorry, though. Sorry, sorry. Adding to the networking group. So Coastal Connections, Tim Howard and Del Allen. No, Del, not Del Susan Allen. Susan Jufri. Um, yeah, Susan Jufri. They started it and it's just exclusive to the Wilmington market. Um, but it's a bi-weekly networking group. Does that mean twice a week? <laughs> And when I first started coming to it, I'll be honest, I, I had very low expectations. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is it's it's every trade within an industry. And for Tim Howard, he's a realtor. Mm-hmm. So you have 
a lender, you have accounting and bookkeeping, you have what used to be and, risk management, yeah. and you have like pressure washing, mold remediation, like all those different companies. And I've been really, really blown away at the at the business development that I've just personally seen in the last year and a half. Because yeah. there's only like maybe 10 people that are there. And it's always the same 10 people. So we got real strong relationships. But, you know, Tim does a good job of tracking it. That I I was really impressed with that because that was the first time I've ever seen a networking group that was exclusive to like one industry. Yeah. And it's just like direct referrals. You know, it's like I send everybody, of all my clients to him, you know. Nice. So, I like that. That's a you bring up a good point, Matt. Because we need um, an attorney and, and Tim. Yeah, and Tim was very smart strategically the way he set that up. And I've been thinking a lot about it too as well. Um, is like Tim was a real estate agent, and so he brought in people in seats to his left and his right that he needed to improve his customer experience, right? And and but also strategically who he needed to continue to feed him business. So he created a little ecosystem. Um, nice. That eventually, Jack, he said ecosystem. Yeah. I got one of Matt's. Buzzword. Was that on Matt's buzzword list? Ecosystem. No, it needs to be. Though. It needs to be. Yeah, that's another thing we need to do. Brandon is have a a, a Matt Mylot buzzword list. Um, but uh, but yeah, Tim Tim created an ecosystem, and over time, it sort of became somewhat of a mastermind group. You know, you had people that were all at different industries that served a different purpose. But that were all equally um, yoked. Uh, yeah, sure, equally yoked. That's not a bad way to say it. Um, in terms of wanting to grow their business and be pro productive members of the community. Yeah, they're so, at the same. They're at the same. We're at the same kind of like let's go get them level. So then here's here's the next question that I'll I'll provide on this topic of discussion with networking is like do those small groups with ten or twelve people that meet regularly. Is that a better way, a better use of your time to bring up your question, Brandon, than go into a hundred person thing where you can maybe talk meaningfully with two or three people? Like, yeah, they're different. They're just, I get so overwhelmed at some of those. And that's what I'm going to say at BBC. That's mm -hmm. my, you know, that's yeah. my biggest complaint is like, I see so many dudes that I love and that people that are in my network, but it's like, it's like quality over quantity. It's, really it's hard. just like yeah. a little bit of grab ass and hey, 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 and a lot of noise, and then it's done. Yeah. Um, but I've I like Tim's group, Coastal Connections has been awesome. But I've been to other local groups that like they meet every two weeks, they meet in the same place, they have to pay every month, they have monthly dues. And I was just I could not have been more disenchanted with the few that I attended. I was just like, this is lame. Yeah, I've been to one exactly like that. We probably went to the same one. And I was just like, I don't know, it just doesn't feel could it be an acronym? <laughs> is it a three-letter acronym? I'm not. I don't want to dive. Into Could we anything. spell the word "bin" it? agent? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Brandon? Like hundred people groups, small mastermind groups. <coughs> in terms of their effectiveness, they both serve a great purpose. Based on your training and experience, yeah. Based on my training and your experience, field work. Um, you know, it, it. It like you said, it's industry specific. You know, it's different for each industry. Um. I don't really need a mastermind level one because I have to go do like continuing educations and I don't want to go. I'd rather go network and like meet people. Well, what like, if, what if the mastermind had 11 different, not like 11 attorneys, mm -hmm. but 11 people that can feed you business or help you level up in areas where you want to level up. So like who, who's somebody like do bail bondsmen give you refer you business? Um, I mean, I don't do as much criminal as I used to, but okay. they used to a little bit. Um, and so, yeah, I guess that would 
you know, be beneficial. And maybe, um, maybe bail bondsman. Like, who, what is your avatar? Like, if you have like a client that you're just like, f yeah, this is the whale. Dog. What does that look like, and where does it come from? Dog. Car crash. Okay. Or sorry, eighteen wheeler. Yeah. Because you know, there's a lot more liability there. Oh, tons. And so, why well, insurance is so expensive? But and so, what what that is is kind of what I've been doing with social media over the past you know year and a half is just building a brand. Yeah. Building. You know, brain recon, recon, recognizability. Is that a real recognition. word? Recognition. Yeah. There we go. Recog- recognition ability. Yeah, recognition <laughs> ability. See? I'm by curious. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. No, so like, you know, there's, I, I guess there's a difference because like with, with being an attorney, and so when you're marketing, right, and you guys know about this, so there's, there's, uh, I don't know the technical terms, but I need something. So I'm going to Google, you know, so someone's searching for a specific product. Right. So that's when you do the, you know, you buy AdWords and do all these things. Or I could use this person in the, in the future, criminal attorney, um, you know, uh, mold restoration company, you know, something like, I guess maybe that's not a good one. But you want to have that brand recognition so that when someone does, you know, have an incident, they, I got a business litigation issue or, hey, I know someone that was like in a really bad car accident. I see this guy on, online all the time. Yeah. Let me call him. I know he's an attorney. Yeah. And even if I can't do it, at least the brand recognition's out there and I can point them in a meaningful direction. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, but that's that's not networking. That's yeah. like something completely different. Yeah, that's advertising. Right. right. That's, that's, advertising. that's telling everybody in a certain geographical area via outdoor, digital, whatever the tactic is. Thank you, Kennesaw School of Business. Enough times, Kennesaw State <laughs> University, over and over and over again. Shout out, Kenny. That, yeah. That's why you see billboards. That's why they're actually the owls. Shout out to Kenny Loggins. (laughs) Fighting owls. You know who our most famous graduate is from Kennesaw State University? Uh Well, present company. Somebody from Florida Georgia Line. Nope, even better. It was Ty Pennington. You remember Ty Pennington? Oh, yeah. The 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 Extreme uh, Makeover? Extreme Home Makeover? Oh, yeah. it's oh always dude, that was always <laughs> on there. Yeah. yeah, did he get busted for like, like he was a drug easy, addict? Easy, uh, easy. Yeah. We don't want Allegedly. Yeah, let's, let's not yeah, get the yeah, defamation yeah. world, let's, all right? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> all right, move that fire. Yeah, no, dude, he was a class act, man. Yeah, he, he was. He was a, definitely he, recognizable. Yeah, Kenneth Recognition State University. Recognition ability. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say something that was hella funny. Uh, like, I'll remember it. Opportunity missed. That's always, that's always the best when you think you have something funny to say. What class? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what year did he graduate? Do you I remember don't know, that? Like in late eighties, early nineties. It was a community college. It wasn't even a university yet, nice. let alone a state university. Oh yeah. 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 Hey, at least you guys have a football team. Yeah. My do. alma mater doesn't. We do now. We yeah. do now. So <laughs> the, I I I think the tactic kind of has to be twofold. Like you, mm-hmm. I think you have to be a part of a big group of people, where there's constantly new energy, new relationship opportunities to build but be very strategic about how you work the room when you're there because i do i'm with you at vbc sometimes dude i love everybody in that room i want to spend as much time possible with everybody in that room but when you've got 40 or 50 coming at you like you only have so much time to give. Kind of reminds you of when you're in high school or when and the so first much, time you put on hey, dress hey, blue. Hey, yeah. like, whoa, whoa, hey, ladies, 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 easy, easy. Well, this is 2023. Just yeah, like it's people. different now. Yeah, people. it's different now. Yeah. But but hey, man, I'll take compliments from anybody. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but absolutely, every time I leave VBC, like I'll get with somebody, even if it's brief, 
And like the next day, one of us will follow up with each other, and then it'll be lunch, and then it'll be one-on-one time. Yeah. And and sometimes it leads to business, but it doesn't always have to because we're building yeah. community and we're building friendships and relationships. So that big, the the big macro type of events are important, but it doesn't give you the ability, I don't think, uh, as much as we've seen with some of those smaller ones, to like really work on shit. Why are you pointing at me? Smaller ones. What does that mean? Coastal connections, because you brought up the example. Like, more closely held oh, groups. Very well. Yeah. Carry on. Where you can really, really work on stuff. Where okay. you could go ask somebody. Like, Tim. Dude, Tim did me a huge solid when we purchased the farm because it was an extremely complex real estate transaction. And if I didn't have, like, a, a time to see him every couple of weeks to, like, talk with him and make sure that we were doing the right thing, like, it could all got totally screwed up. I mean, it's still hard. We're still not done with it. It's been there the have biggest, been a lot of things that happened. Bro, it's been, it, is, it is, full transparency, been maybe the biggest pain in my ass in my entire life. Yeah, but it's going to have the greatest It's going to have, sure. yes, I agree with you. I still have all hope and optimism that, like, the vision we saw when we first walked out there is absolutely going to happen. Um, but if I didn't have him, then it would have been pretty difficult, right? So I, and, and so, like, that kind of brings me back to, like, what I, like, you know, where I was going is I think almost the overexposure with large groups is good for that because even if you don't get meaningful conversations with those people, you're going to hand out a business card yeah. and there's that record, you know, there's that recognizability, recognizability, which is what I'm looking for at these, you know, like VBC was big for me because, you know, there's other lawyers there, but, um, you know, having meaningful conversations and you relate on a personal level with any industry you're in, uh, there's a thousand other, folks that can do the exact right. same thing you can right. do and so if they like you they're going to choose you every yep. time as, as yeah. long as you're going to give the same product same yeah. work same quality and so for me it, it's more meaningful to go to like a vbc type group and i don't really that's my group so i don't go anywhere else really yep. but um you know a large group where someone can be like oh you know i heard so-and-so needs an attorney hey i met this guy one time he's pretty cool give him a call yeah you got to implement dac What's that? What is DAC? You guys don't know the acronym DAC? No, I had an agency that worked for us at the insurance agency that was named DAC. You have DAC. to be deliberate, mm. you have to be authentic, mm. and you have to... Be kind. No. Wow. Deliberate, authentic, and consistent. With business development. That was that, that, was that forehead vaccine injury yeah. claim. God just taking on more and more credence, man. I found the scar, by the way. So. More and more credence. <laughs> um, well, I think this networking conversation is kind of a perfect lead-in to our, our listener-generated topic of the day. So oh, okay. I put a post out on LinkedIn a couple weeks ago, uh, and so thankful to everybody that commented. We got thousands of comments. And I, we got... I. I. Because it's my LinkedIn. Is that audacity? Or is that just pure <laughs> ass? <laughs> I happily am not on social media. So. I know. But I miss you on LinkedIn, dude. We became friends on LinkedIn, and you've really... Dude, that's all I need. It's because you got the iPhone 6. Dude, I'm going to... That it's experience you was don't out have... of the pocket, bro. <laughs> so out of the pocket. I met him, and I was like, he's so out of the that pocket. That bitch be out of pocket. Yeah. Oh, man. It's because you got the iPhone 6. You I got love it. the Unchained. You guys are so Unchained right I'm so now. Unchained. I need you to get a freaking better phone. If anybody from Apple like is that. watching, or maybe Mr. If Beast. If anybody has a, a, a phone newer than an maybe iPhone mis, 6, maybe Mr. Willing, Beast wants it really to gift you. Or, yeah, look yeah, at well, it. It's I mean, got a button. I had an iPhone 11 until I lost it coming home from a gala one night back in the fall. Did you hear how many galas the guy goes to? 
Mar- uh, is it gala or gala? I, I always I think, say gala. I think, I think I do too, but I think it's gala. No, no, I think it is gala. gala? But you always say gala. gala. Yeah, yeah. Just like I, I always call it a barbecue because that's Canines what it for is. Services March. Oh, you 6th. mean a grill? You mean a grill? I'm like, no, it's a freaking barbecue. That's different. That's what's different. A, what's the thing that you put charcoal beverages in, in and light no, no, it? Cold beverages. Like cooler. keeps your beverages cooler. Yeah, cooler. And you so, call it an ice chest? No, I don't. But it, that was like a culture shock for me when I heard people call it an ice chest. I'm like, what? Have you guys ever ice ha- chest? Have you guys and um, I'm gonna send this clip directly humana, 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 directly humana, to humana, my humana, Canadian humana. friends that I used to work with at Assurant. Uh, a nightcap or a beanie? Have you ever heard it referred to or called a toboggan? Yep, it's Indiana painful. baby. Okay, Indiana baby. okay. I grew up with toboggans. Yes. So yeah, is toboggan, and I wrote down them. Hey, is toboggan, <laughs> I wrote is on toboggan them. the first thing you would call that hat? Yes. Me as well. Yes. Me as well. You? It's because we're cold. Beanie. No, beanie. But you've heard it's not. I would refer to it as a watch cap. Yeah, you're California. <laughs> and if I'm if I'm in supply, it's a cap comma yeah. watch. So so Indiana's not that far from Canada. My Canadian friends have continued to this day, roasted me relentlessly because we were on a work trip and I said I need What do to, they call it? I need to get they call it a toque, which a is toque? just French for hat. No, That's, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. French for hat is oh, oh please. No, it's I can't tell you how many hours I've spent debating this in bars with my with my old coworkers from Assurant. But it was Is we it really Tuke? Yes. We were in Rapid City, South Dakota at this bar. It was freezing oh, cold. Bougie shocker. He freaking name drops the city he was in because he's Shut so- up. I want I'm painting the picture for you. It's like a it's like a Irish pub in a country western town, essentially. Why are you saying Irish? <laughs> You got a problem with this? No, no. I'm setting the scene for you. Ah, Petty Jaden. <laughs> this isn't 1840s New York anymore. I just watched Gangs of New York again, and so I'm all about oh, protecting dude. myself. I love Gangs of New York. We should do Scorsese ranked. But um, okay. so it's it's like 12 of us from all over the United States and Canada, all you know, states and provinces. And I say, I'm gonna go outside. I need to get my toboggan, right? There's like six of them are from Canada. It felt like one of those moments from a movie where the whole bar goes quiet, the retro- record scratches, and all the Canadians look at me. McFly! Yeah, as, <laughs> as, if, as if I had just made the most gravest of insults on humanity. Egregious. Yeah, egregious. So yeah. I fought them for Abhorrent. hours. There's still a $100 bet on the table, Bernie Perry. You owe me. You know you owe me because I told him that if he flew down south and we interviewed 10 people— in the streets of Atlanta, Georgia, every single one of them would call it a toboggan. And you guys are now further proof, published further proof. I didn't I say toboggan, about I said toboggan, beanie. But you've heard it called a toboggan. Yes, but I didn't hear that until I came to the East Coast, and it was my wife's family. Fine, it's a Midwest, East Coast, Southern thing. Maybe yeah, no, it no, hasn't no. made its way out to California yet. Oh, the All trend right. hasn't made it out west. <laughs> I don't know how the hell I got on that. I was so arrogant. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't know how the hell we got on that segue. I know, but it was good. Yeah, it was but it was good. good. So here's so here's here's the listener generated topic. Ties into our ties into our. Are talk. you stealing this from late HR HR no. nightmares? No, 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 Shout no, no. Out. no. I said I put out on LinkedIn. I said, what are some things that are of interest to the veteran community that you want us to talk about? Are you getting paid for every time you say LinkedIn? Because it's been a lot. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. <laughs> no, I wish. Have you noticed his transactions lately? <laughs> An awful lot of spending. Listen, dude, I'm doing everything I can to make money right now. So if yeah. LinkedIn wants to send me some, come on, boys. Um, so, oh, yeah, so by the way, OnlyFans. Is I have coming. a bone to pick mm. with you, but we can talk about it later. I've got an idea for OnlyFans. I'll talk to you about it. Hey, let's just say I, uh, I have a Caribbean vacation planned for this summer, and it was planned 
uh, juxtaposed with <laughs> the Renz family. I was wondering when this was Yeah, gonna... and then yeah. I just found out the other, like, yesterday morning my wife's like, hey, so uh, I going. guess Rob and Jen aren't going. We're not like, a no. We're not a no. We're not a no. Hey, tag me in, coach. Hey, we're not a no. I will. I absolutely will, Brandon. We have a construction loan that needs to be closed, and we need some safety and security knowing that our house is being built. And when that is done... And if the time is right and the money is appropriate, we will still go on vacation. Okay. Okay. Because you need spice rum, the Macarena. I, every cell of my being, Matthew, wants to go on vacation with you. I've got got to get our little mobile podcast kit. We're going to start a show called Cruise News. Don't tell everybody. Well, I'm just, I don't want to be misrepresented in any of this. Okay. You you can't Defamation, libel, smearing. We'll talk about it offline. Law. Let me get to what the listener-generated topic was. God bless. Um, okay, so Hannah wrote in, and she asked that we talk about— Who's Hannah? Who's Hannah? Montana. Who's Hannah? Somebody who follows me on LinkedIn, 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 LinkedIn. <laughs> We're connected right, on LinkedIn. All right, I'm going to send it to Thanks you. Thanks to Hannah from LinkedIn. Thank you, Hannah from LinkedIn. <laughs> and she did say I could use her name publicly. I asked. What's her okay, last cool. name? Um, I'm not going to do that. I told okay. her I'd only say first name. Um, okay, so— she has been fixing resumes for six years now. Uh, it prevented her from being homeless, she said. She wrote, okay, so here's, here's exactly, I'll just read it word for word, the first couple paragraphs, or first couple sentences. I've been fixing resumes for six years now. My own resume saved my life. It prevented me from being homeless. A meaningful job pulled me up by the ear and gave me a sense of purpose to keep going. Anyway, for three years while I was employed and in school, I did resumes for other veterans and helped them find meaningful and high-paying employment. When I started charging, because I had to leave my job because my husband PCS'd, so she no longer had employment, I got met with harassment so bad that she had to turn her website and paid ads off. So the topic she wanted us to discuss, and I think that there's two roads that we can take. PCSing? All right. <laughs> no, two roads we can take on it is uh, the charging for your time which I 100% agree with. If you're going to provide a service to someone... He never and, shuts up about charging. Matt, your time is worth something. Uh, yeah. I'm I like, knew no, you... it's not right. It's not right. <laughs> I'm awful. Spit in my mouth again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dry. <laughs> but the charging for your time, knowing what your worth is, and that can be a hard thing to figure out, right? And that takes a lot of, like, market testing. Like, could I go to somebody and say, yeah, for me to consult... For a day is a thousand bucks. Sure. That's my time for a day. Um, that part can take some feeling around in the dark until you find your voice in it. Um, but Brandon, what, what do you what do you think about this story? So she wrote resumes for six years, did it for free for a while, and then said, Okay, now I'm pivoting to oh, make money. No, 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 no. We put a moratorium on that freaking word. That we was don't season pivot. one. Pivot. Okay. All right, pivot. <laughs> So we are forced to pivot in these troubling times. COVID, yeah. these COVID's uncertain. over. Dude, COVID's over. So What's we can co- bring back. COVID? I told you not to say COVID. Even though I just had you. How many moratoriums do we have? I told you they never ex- to say that. Listen, they expire moratoriums. at the end of every season. They expire, more, yeah. they expire every season. And we bring it up. Brandon, your thoughts on this? You know, so I, I, I like to get the full story. So obviously we won't get that. But my first question is, why would she start getting harassment yeah, for that, charging i did i did you know want to ask some follow-up questions wait hold on that was I it like free free resume builder.com and then she starts charging i i, I could understand if you start getting well let me get a little bit more into some of the details like to it. see if i can generate an answer Matt, i want to you hear your that. thoughts though, on this. um 
No, what you were about to say. I, yeah, I was just questioning. I mean, if she has a spouse that's PCSing, that would be indicative that they're an active duty family yes. member. Yes, that's the understanding. I was just that trying I have to as well. find the homeless. And I did want to make a point. Yeah, Doesn't yeah. everybody's resume keep us from getting homeless? I, I believe so. I have a every job I've had has been based on my resume. Well, she's got the toughest job in the Corps. Bina. That's right. Being a Marine wife. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I used to love those stickers. We had this one boot come in with that cheesy rose. I'm oh, a yeah. We had this one dude driving Marine. his girlfriend's car, and on the back of it, it had a half my hearts and Afghanistan sticker. <laughs> no. Dude, I bought dude. That's as bad as the Jacksonville, North Carolina tattoo of the first girl you meet off I will the totally Ew. own it. Oh. I bought Sarah an I Love My Marine sticker. She yes. put it on her when we were dating. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Please. And I yes. thought it was the coolest thing. I was like, oh. Can you please unearth a photo of that? There has to be some somewhere. Yes. Uh, yes yeah, I we will. have to add that to the article. Archived records. And there was also a NorCal sticker on it. Ha ha ha. Hell yeah. Yeah. What car was it? 96 Sunfire. Pontiac Sunfire. And it was red. (laughs) It was fire engine red. Oh, I love that, Matt. I don't have, I don't, it doesn't look like I'm going to get the answer. Well, that's fine. So, so like my take on it is, you know, there is a process to becoming, for me, to feel competent enough to to know my own worth Mm. or my own value. And so, you know, for the first couple years that I was a practicing attorney on my own, I would give people breaks or discounts and not because like I couldn't do it, but I just wasn't as confident in myself. Did you feel like you had to give a discount to earn the business? I felt like I was in a position where I would rather have the business uh-huh. and, you know, take a hit on it yep. just to get, just keep the lights on type I of thing. I agree. You know, it's still doing quality and, work. And we, adding to that, we identified that that was, I mean, that was one of my biggest, that has been one of my biggest struggles since I started Signal Fire full-time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's been one of my biggest struggles is. Uh, dude, I think it's a lot of people who start off yeah. in business for themselves. Yeah, handouts, handouts, handouts. Well, it's not, it's not necessarily handouts, especially if you're, you're building it from the ground. Because I, I absolutely understand what Brandon is saying. Like, sometimes you bid the business and you take the business because you, like, desperately need it. And you might be looking like, this but, is, you know what, but you know what's crazy is that, like, even though you still get business from that, once you're at a point where you know your value, you know your worth, and you're able to say, you know, hey, I'm not giving discounts. This is what my time's worth. Right. It's almost like they people pick up on that. And they're like, and if you say, hey, this is what it's going to cost, take it or leave it, th- they they kind of, they like they see the confidence in that. Yeah. And they see that, oh, well, they are worth their time. And I want to pursue that because I, I've turned away business before. I'm like, hey, I'm too busy right now. I don't have time to deal with something that is not going to be worth my time as well. And so it's and a good point you, to get to. Do you think you had to take those lumps, give out those freebies, give those discounts to be able to get to that point? 100%. Do you know anybody that just like stepped right out of the box and was like, no, I am a lawyer. This is my you know cost per hour. Or yeah, has if you go to ever- a bigger firm and okay. you're like you're if you're responsible for going and getting your own business, but you also have like the fallback of being at a big firm, like you can do that. But like a baseline, you know, someone told me, um, you know, on the TikToks recently, you know, <laughs> on the they were like uh, they said, you know, I've never heard so a, a lawyer refer to themselves as a small business owner, but it makes sense. I, I, I'm, what? I'm a one man yeah. shop. Yeah, you know? I, mean, I have, I have a paralegal. I'm running a business. I have, you know. It says I'm it right there. PLLC. Click. 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 It says it right there. So, you know, but but everyone that I've ever talked to that went out on their own or started a firm with somebody at the grassroots level, um, it's the same story as as a lot of businesses. And it's just, you know, hey, you got to you got to do what you got to do to earn the business, build up your res, you know, your resume, right? Uh, become, you know, competent 
you know, you're already confident, but become proficient and become really good at what you're doing. And then you can start raising your rates, start, you know, then because because once you, you build that funnel, then you have more time for yeah, more street more. cred. Right. Yeah, yeah, more street cred. That's right. I think that what you just described You know what that there, means, John Michael? Street cred? Street cred? <laughs> no, no freaking He definitely clue. doesn't know shred cred. <laughs> no. um, I think what you just described there, Brandon, is like the intersection where you meet up and, and all of a sudden you get owner's mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, because like that doesn't just happen. Because I remember being an employee and being a damn good employee. Like I would work hard. Yeah. Um, I would think strategically. I would come up with good solutions. What about at Publix? At Publix, dude, I, listen, man, I put effort into working at Publix. I'll give you effort. Bro. But did you do everything you just said? <laughs> no, I mean, I still had some party boy in me, but I never missed a shift. I never called out. But because that's employee I was... mentality, which is good. Right, right. If it's employee, employee mentality. But I, I did put some ownership into my thing, you know, yeah. and, and eventually I didn't want to do that anymore. And that's when I probably started to drop my pack a little bit. But when it becomes yours, maybe you get hyper-focused on the thing that you're supposed to do (sighs) to make you money, but you haven't hit that realization that you're like, no, I am the business. Like, And the business is me, and I have to run this whole thing as if I'm a business owner, not an attorney or sales and marketing or – Matt, whatever it is <laughs> that you, is, Swiss, the do, that you do, the Swiss Army tool of a human being that Matt Mylot is. I'm, I'm a life generalist. There's nothing wrong with an employee being an employee or an employee mentality because if you don't have a vested interest and in, you know if you're doing your job, you're doing your job. That's great. But when you become a business owner, I feel like, like you said, at some point that that switch has to flip and you got to have that owner mentality. Yeah. Extreme ownership. Yeah. Extreme ownership, yeah. And maybe that's where, like, a, a mastermind type of thing comes in. Right. Because you can have people at different, um, you know, emergence, emergent points, I guess, maybe, or checkpoints or markers throughout that that trajectory waypoints? Of, of being an owner. Sure, waypoint. Okay. Just different experience levels, right? Like, because I'm at year, what I would say, year four and a half as a truly self-employed person. Um, where, you know, somebody... Like Chase is at five or six years ahead of me. And so I can go to Chase and say, hey, what do you think about things like this? And then I can spin off and I could go to Paul Trapp, who has turned out to be an amazing connection. Dude, right? He's been doing it for 30 years. And hella I'm like, gifted. Hella gifted, really smart, good communicator. Shout out to Paul and Event Prep. And if you haven't registered for the Patriot Franchise Expo yet, go to PatriotFranchiseExpo.com and do it. We got almost 30 exhibitors and sponsors. Hundreds of people are going to be attending. And if you want to get in on this ownership mentality that we're talking about, that's a great place to start. But yeah, Paul's been doing it for 20 or 30 years. And I'll be like, Paul, what do you think about this challenge that I have in my business right now? And he's got amazing freaking perspective on it. So if you surround yourself with those people, not only does he have amazing perspective, he has actual solutions. Not like, he's not just like giving me talk of, theoretical things yeah, that he thinks very well put. could go right. He's like, oh, I had that same situation at year nine, and here's what I did about it. And if you surround yourself with people like that through your networking efforts and you know your worth, and those mm-hmm. people know that you know your worth, to your point, like when you start telling somebody, like, like right. no, this is a $20,000 job, right? not two. But that's an important piece, too, is finding, if you're if you're venturing out into something new, finding a mentor. Yeah. Somebody that... A sea daddy. Don't necessarily, you know... 
buy them lunch, buy them drinks, you know, not someone necessarily that you're paying. You know, I know there's like mentors out there like, oh, pay me X amount of dollars a month and I'll mentor you. No, no, no. Find somebody that was in your shoes and has actual experience. Yeah, five, ten years ago. That is fine. You know, that that is happy to do it because someone did it for them. You know what I mean? And that's someone the genuine, like you said, that you want to associate yourself with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But circling back to the the first question, you know, I, I think that she should absolutely charge for her time, especially she's been doing it so long. She's very good at it, I would assume, after five or six years. Um, and so if people are are complaining about it and harassing her about it, um, you know, was you, it, it, you it, don't it, have to. You you can turn the channel or yeah. you don't have to use me. Yeah. You know, was the harassment because the service was no longer being offered by her? Is that, I mean, no, because no, it was no longer being now. offered free for free. Gotcha. Which, which, dude, um, God bless her, man. Do you realize how screwed up my resume was when I left the Marine? I mean, it, it was just, I felt like I reading a PMI. Right. Yeah. No. Um, yes. <sighs> Big shout out to the people who Did are I willing say, to sit there. PMI, PMI is, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 MCI? MCI was, MCI, MCI was the red thing that but you what went was to PMI? learn from. Primary, primary maintenance instruction. No, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking of like a primary maintenance You ever notice how Matt like, does that? Yeah, he does that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was thinking right there. Yeah, you, 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 you. Yeah, you should absolutely charge something for your time. Um, but I would also say um, if you're getting feedback from a group of people, also have the courage to like look inward on that too and say, okay, I started charging for something, which you should do. You should 100% do, but then also go, how did I communicate that to people? It was like, did I really sell my value? Cause there is a courage gap that happens when you go from, from saying, I'm not doing things for free anymore because I value myself and I value my time to saying, yeah, but if is- I start paying you for that, I think that's illegal. What? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm making a good point. Don't right, inter- stay with me. Stay with Don't me. interrupt my sound clips for Instagram. Um, <laughs> what was I even talking? Okay. Oh, to saying to saying like now I'm I'm charging for this thing. There a, a courage gap exists where you have to like ask for that business at that price point so many times before it becomes just like yeah. Listen, this is five grand, or yeah. this is ten grand, or this is going to be a thousand dollars a day, or thousand dollars an hour is what I hope you're going to bill right now. One day, baby. One, One day. day. You're only putting in how many, if you're billing thousand dollars an hour, how many hours are you putting in a day? A lot. Yeah. I'm trying to retire early, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Retire early. Correct answer. Ding, ding, ding. So, if you were a family member, we're at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. <laughs> Dude, Wait, dude. is this a toxic water? <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, we're no, gonna... but seriously, I'm the local counsel for about a couple thousand cases for that. So, if you had that issue, I did reach that person that I referred to you ever reach out. I know you can't say the air their name on air, but. <sighs> Uh, I don't remember honestly. Uh, Dude, it's been like it's been it's been very busy. What has that been like? Yeah, I want to know what that's like. Catch us up on that because I I I'm not seeing as many of the commercials, so I'm guessing the caseload is pretty much. Yeah. So what happened? So the this bill, you know, we were involved with the with the burn pit, you know, legislation trying to get that through. Well, they they attached this Campbell June bill to that. Yeah. So so the Pact Act passing. Also passed. We'll be coming Campbell up June. on a year in that yeah. pretty soon. Yeah, or at least a year to the day that we were all here in Wilmington kind of right. sparking the fire to get that thing done last year. Yeah, for sure. And so that so the Campbell June Justice Act of twenty twenty two was a part of that legislation. And so basically, um, it got passed in August. And then so from July when it seemed like they were gonna have a deal to, you know, September, October, everybody was dumping money. But as you guys know, once it got passed, 
that ad spend got really high. Huge. And so only the big dogs could advertise. And so now they think that, you know, it's one of those things, it's been out there so long from an advertising perspective that people know about it. Right. I, mean, I got so many memes from you. Yeah. I, you know, I got memes from you. It's like, you know, just Non-stop. I don't care about <laughs> or something, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like, but, you know, people get a little overloaded on it. And so the people that were going to sign up, signed up, there's still going to be people trickling in. Yeah. Um, and it's important, you know, for people to know, you know, especially like maybe your parent, you know, with the, if, if you're, cause it can be someone that passed away or someone that's alive. And so a lot of times if I'm in my nineties, I'm really proud to be a Marine. I'm really proud of my service. And someone said, you know, even though I'm dying of cancer, well, the, my last act's not going to be the Sioux of the Marine Corps. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so at 90 something, are you really dying from cancer? Or well, maybe it's like 70. <laughs> maybe. You know? Well, I, I mean, these things really... have different latencies, yeah. man. Like, that's have you it. guys seen that documentary? It came out in like 2013. About it... the Campbell's Union Yeah, it's called yeah. Semper Fi. Yeah. Um, no, I, I didn't know there was one. Yeah. It's very, so that's when I first became acquainted with the water issue. Um, it's, I have it. I'll give it to you. It's very, it's on VHS. I was going to say, um, is it, is it tape? I'll give you a, I, I would say I was going to give you a password, but somebody might take my access. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, take your Netflix no, forever. It's very, it's very sad. There was a lot. It's it's terrible. The situation was just really bad. The The Marine Corps, the government knew about it. They actively... Um, dis- tried to cover it up? They actively tried to cover it up. I mean, that's like the... Uh, what was the Julia Roberts movie? Yeah. Sweet Tomatoes? No, no the toxic water thing. Uh, uh, Aaron, Aaron Brockovich. Brockovich. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so, you know, I mean, there's, I don't know if you, there's a, there's a great, <laughs> well, man. that sounded so ladylike, yeah, bringing up good, Aaron man. Brock. And I love like, it. I love I'm it. a single it's a good mom, movie. you know. Listen, it's it a good, good movie. movie. And it's got Chili yeah. Roberts. So and I, as girl dads, I'm all about female empowerment like that. Yeah. Like, I want Maddie to be a freaking attorney because that kid doesn't take no for an answer it. at all. He wants it. to join Code Pink, and I told him no. I don't know what that is. Continue that is. on, please, Brandon. <laughs> no, it's just really sad. And so, you know, um. It is still ongoing. We're we're in the process. It's going to get really busy here soon. Um, but yeah, so I'm local counsel for a couple very large law firms that are going to be pushing a lot of cases through here. Um, you know, been out to Houston a couple times, Vegas a couple times, and so it's been it's been uh, interesting because it's very rarely are you a part of something that is like brand new and this yeah. is like brand new. Yeah. So, but the good thing is that the Campbell's June issue is starting to bring light to other bases that have had issues like there was one in hawaii like 2021 okay. 2022 that i learned about from burn pit 360 their instagram um there's water contamination then and it caused really a lot of issues and you know the military is a huge bureaucracy yeah. uh you know to a certain extent i can't spell it bureaucracy bureaucracy <laughs> but as we you know everyone that has ever been a part of something like that or even like the post office or anything you know one hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing, and so it can take a long time for issues to actually come to light. And so there's, you know, and there's a lot of bases and a lot of issues that could be out there. And, and you know, you should go and get your disability compensation veterans if if you have anything. Even if you didn't deploy, I mean, you still earned it. Yeah. And it's the same way with, you know, if you're injured somehow, some way by uh, being present on a base, you know. The government owes that to you. Yeah, I've been having this conversation with people more frequently because I do believe, and Matt, I know, because you and I have had this exact conversation. I've had it with John Lewis. If you need irrigation, call John Lewis at HydroWise. That is a good— HydroWiseNC. Man, HydroWiseNC.com. And a few others where they're like, I'm at 40%, right? They did 
four years, eight years, 12 years, and they're like, I feel like I'm already getting more than I should. Right. And I'm looking at it as like, but are you really? Because you don't know what, like, one thing that I'm genuinely, and I joke about it when, you know, we're having beers around the campfire. Take like your time, Rob. The six rounds of anthrax that we got for a vaccination, no idea how that's going to, yeah, right in the center of my forehead. I have no idea. Right. I got a scar from it. <laughs> what effect that might have on my body in my right. 60s, 70s, and 80s. I can tell you this. My instinct tells me that having anthrax pumped through me is not a good thing and probably won't have good long-term health consequences. So, like, part of me is, like, I need to, I need, I need disability for the things that I deal with, like, that are current, that are immediate— but then also have some foresight to say, I don't know what I don't know yeah, about amen. the things that I was exposed to. And yeah. then that kind of helps me. And it, it, it's, it's probably akin to survivor's guilt um, in saying that, like, no, you know, 1400 bucks a month from the VA is not sufficient for what I might have to deal with, with rising health care costs. Um, and living costs. Living costs and a health care system that is already so overburdened that I probably need to consider getting a rating higher than what I currently have for what I don't know. Yeah. Is there is I mean, is there merit to that thinking like that? or I absolutely think so. Because, uh, I mean, I I personally struggled with, you know, even getting a rating for a while. Yeah, and then, yeah me too. Um, I was at 20, know, like time. 20% for tinnitus and PTSD for I was at 0% like 11 for, years. Yeah, I was, I was at, at 0%, 0% for yeah, like you were, 12 man. years. And yeah. I was at 20% for a long time. And, and then, like, one, I feel like you have to allow yourself to advocate for yourself at some point. Yeah. Or have someone that's going to push you. Because, you know, it's not really applicable, but, like, everyone's kind of heard of the con the legal concept, at least in criminal world, of, like, fruit of the poisonous tree, right? So, like, one thing was done badly. So, like, you know, you, the stop's bad, right? So anything after that gets, you know. it. So if an injury in the military, if, you know, hey, I, I had a high ankle sprain, well, you know, 15 years later, you know, I'm having these, really bad I, I can't walk i can't run i can't do all these things it might not be wholly attributed to what that instance but that was like the first piece of yeah it. yeah, yeah it was a contributor yeah it's a contributor and so if if anything and i have a friend that we just were out at dinner the other night he was in the 82nd airborne yeah like you know had a lot of injuries from uh jumps and everything like that but he didn't he didn't deploy overseas and so he's like i just don't care I'm, i don't need it like, you know, other people can use it. You're not taken from a pool of money, right? I mean, it's it's there. It's You're not taking money away from another veteran. Yeah. Like, it's allocated for. But does taken. it become a burden? Because, I mean, like right now, do <clears throat> does the increasing veteran population become a societal burden if we're all trying to get to a higher disability rating? That's, like we're seeing with like Social Security because we have so many boomers yeah. that are hitting <laughs> retirement. And everybody in Washington, D.C., who, you know, we said on the show last week we could give a shit less about the people in D.C. and federal politics. But those social entitlement programs yeah. can become burdensome to the taxpayers. So do That's we risk that? That's not your fault, though. No, it's not. That is the military's fault for over-recruiting. The battle belongs to the Lord, Robert. Yeah, I know. I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm, no, I have yeah, no, no, yeah. but what I'm saying is to, to the veteran that might be asking themselves that, it's not your problem that you were put in that situation. Yeah, you volunteered, but you volunteered because there was boat space. You know what I mean? And so these, you know, some of the social entitlement programs that people might not be on board for, 
it's just like a, a shotgun blast. Hey, this goes out to, you know, whoever, but you provided a specific service that not a lot of people provide. And so, you know, you should be able to benefit or at least be not even benefit. You should be able to be compensated for what that costs you. Yeah. What, yeah. What is the, the benefit really? I mean, the VA home loan is an absolute benefit. Mm -hmm. Like, some of the other like advantages that we have, those are benefits. That's an entitlement, though. The, the, you know, yeah. in, in the same thing, you know, the GI Bill and the G yeah GI and, Bill is a good call out. GI Bill and the home loan is is a is an entitlement, right? Mm -hmm. You're entitled to it if you have, you know, met certain requirements. But compensation, disability compensation, is, is that it's compensation for or something being that happened unable, to you, right? Yeah, to do something or to have to deal yeah. with something that normal people don't because of your exactly. time in service. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. Or people that have to deal with it, but they just didn't incur it in service to their country, you know, give up four good years of our lives, yeah. you know, for most people. Um, and, you know, even if, oh, I was a runner anyway, I probably would have gotten, you know, flat feet or, you know, some issue. Uh, what is that? What is that called? Uh, like your foot or something? Oh, um, when you like sprain that little thing in there? Yeah. Plantar fasciitis? Plantar fasciitis. Plantar fasciitis, yeah. You're like, oh, I was a runner. I would have got that anyway. Well, you, but you got it because you're in the military. Right. And so, you know, you you deserve to be compensated for that. It's yeah. my, it's, it's my take on it, you know. I feel like I gave myself permission a long time ago to be like, you know what? That's a process for people, though, yeah. to, get, to get there, to get to that point, man. And I still, you know, talk to dudes who are dealing with it mm -hmm. to this day. What do you think, Mateo? Because you've, you've I, moved a lot on this in the two and a half, three years that yeah. we've known each other. Um, I mean, I left active duty in 2008, so and I didn't start getting VA benefits, I think, until 2020. And shout out to Mickey Bugowski. It's all because of him. Thanks, buddy. The big man. Um, so yeah, but uh, I, I totally agree because when I left, when I left the first of all, when I when I left active duty, I had no I, I didn't know anything about anything. I heard disability and I'm like, well, yeah, you have to be missing a limb or have right. to have yeah. like, one lung or one eye or whatever. I didn't I didn't even know what disability was. And the Marine Corps did zero to educate me or yeah. anybody at that time on what it was. You know, and I go through my processing, which lasted two days, and it probably should have lasted about six months. Go through my outprocessing, and, you know, I get the check. Doc asks, is everything all right? I'm like, well, I mean, I have today. Like, my body is fully, I have all my stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Fast forward 15 years, and the it's just like. most lot answer to that question ever. Duh, I'm, bro. I'm good, bro. Can I go? <laughs> yeah, but then fast forward to, like, today, it's like um, so many issues in my life. Have, it took years to manifest itself that the impetus was experiences in the Marine Corps. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I left and I was like, Oh, fine. And then I learned what it was. I'm like, Oh, well shoot. I, I guess that could apply. And then all of a sudden my life starts changing. It's like, Oh, PTSD is a thing. Oh, you know, like concentration, communication, rage, drinking, like all this stuff is just like, where is this coming from? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I tell you when, I tell you when I started to kind of work through that a little bit more and give myself the space to be able to say some of the things that I'm and I saying felt today. Guilty, just like, yeah. You were saying. Oh, yeah, you, oh yeah. Yeah. I was just like, dude, there, we, we have lost so many people. Exactly. It's just like, no, not the, at the all. Guilt, yeah. The guilt is real. That is real. Um, and that's something that you have to, I think you, you can work through by having conversations like this with your three to five, that circle that you, that you spend time with those people that help level you up. Um, also just like, you got to talk to yourself. Like, you got to go be alone in the woods and be like, how does this really make you feel? Not what do you think other people will think about the decision that you're trying to make. How do you feel about this thing that you're wrestling with? Who gives a shit what other people might say? Because I think that's what it is. It's like some other Ricondo bro would be like, dude, what? 
You didn't get blown up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and it's like none of us, I think, are really thinking like that. And if yeah. there are people in our community that think like that, they're probably on the outside looking right. in from the people who are really, you know, like making a difference yeah. or at least trying to be better every day. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't until a couple of years ago I started parking in the veteran parking spot at Lowe's. Dude, I and love... I, it, literally, it literally bothered me. I was yeah. just like, "No, screw that." Yeah. I do it at Advanced Auto Parts because nobody's <laughs> ever there. Nobody's nice. there. And I yeah. and, and Home Depot. There's too many vehicles in the parking lot. In Arlen, it's still in the back of my head. Like, park 48 rows away because you don't want to get a door ding. So I always park in the back of those parking lots. I don't. But I do. I appreciate I appreciate the veteran parking spaces. Cuz it's so funny. I'm always on edge when I, I really get do. out. I'm like, first of all, do I have anything identifiable <laughs> on me that says military? Right. Swear to yeah, God, yeah. somebody says somebody Some, goes, oh, "What do you mean am I?" Like like some first sergeant going to be vet? over there. You got your hands in your pockets? Yeah. Are you a vet? Yeah. I kind of want to do like, like, ah! like, like the Memoir veteran hat on. Just be yeah. like, I'm a vet. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt will wear his uh, veteran of the medic, the fight against medical cannabis or the war against medical cannabis. Veteran of the cannabis war. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, no, I'm a vet of cannabis war. Yeah, man, I'm a fight yeah, cannabis sure. war. <laughs> oh, dude, that's so brilliant. I love it so much. I appreciate the things that our society is doing to recognize like our community more and more. Those little, those little visual markers, um, they should be happening. They Amen. Should, yeah, dude. they should be happening. But the and our point, country has severely struggled with that in the last 50 years. Yeah. The point, and I'll put a wrap on this topic of our conversation, is that um, your time is worth money. Mm-hmm. Your y- what you gave, you should expect something in return for that, for what you deal with every day and for what you might not deal with in the future. Mm-hmm. And do you guys ask for veteran discounts? No. Okay. We're gonna I, do, I the do sometimes. I do some. I do at Home Depot because I spend so much oh, money yeah, there. Oh yeah, so Lowe's I do for yeah. sure, just because it's a phone number. Yeah, yeah. And Tower Records gives. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you still on the cassette of the month? <laughs> Who shops? Are Dude, Tower Records yeah. still Shout open? Shout out, not for no, but man, oh, if that Block, wasn't a Blockbuster staple. Blockbuster still gives you a free membership card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. And you can get an extra night. <laughs> On active, when I was on active duty, I asked everybody for a military discount. <laughs> did you get super because... raised when they said no? You're like, what? No, We're no. leaving. No, I'd be cool about it, but I did it because I was dirt poor, and you don't make any yeah. money when you're on active duty, and 10% helps. If you if you actually apply your active duty service with some financial acumen, and you don't buy a Dodge Dart on a 16 and a three-quarter percent interest rate, and you try to budget appropriately, look at Avery Washington. Great example of somebody who, like, set himself up in his 20s to generate wealth in his 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond. So it's possible to do it, but you have to make good decisions. I will absolutely, when I was on active duty, would ask any restaurant that I'd walk into, you guys going to do a military discount? As a veteran, I don't ever ask any, except for Home Depot. Well, you know, and, and I'm also a shareholder at Home Depot. So, you know, I want to, you know, you, you want to I give it back. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to give it back. Yeah. No, I think it, it might be a good segue into something that we're going to talk about, but... Uh, <laughs> That's what I was doing. I love segues. Calling it out. You know, um, spell segue, Matt. <sighs> no, but you know, I, I feel like for me, part of it too was, um, you know, I, I don't know, like when you're in a certain place, I don't know. I just, it's not, I don't know. I just feel weird about asking at like random places. Do you have a military discount? You know, you want to pay it for it a little bit. And same thing, you know, it, Golden Corral. Golden Corral. Does? Vet- well, on Veterans Day. On Veterans oh, tons Day. Of, yeah, I'll go get my free shit on Veterans Day. Yeah, but if you're, gonna, if you're going to get the discount, and my point is, if you're going to get a discount, there's nothing wrong with it. They offer it. They're allowed to offer it. And if you want to take it, you should take it. Yeah. But tip on the amount you would have paid 
per, yep, without yep. the discount. Always. Excellent segue because this is going to be our last topic for conversation on this episode of Signal Fire Radio. A mom on TikTok recently the caught TikTok. the attention Ooh. of over 2.2 million people after she made her son go back into the restaurant and tip more. Matt, military mom? Yeah, military so spouse. Apparently she's a military You've spouse. You've got the rundown, she owns, Brandon. She owns like a... Um, like a transitioning veterans like mentor group. Yeah, are you guessing or you know? No, that. he knows. No, no, it's, no. It was an that takes that D Foster, who is the mom in the video, is a military spouse who owns D Foster Consulting, a company that employs military spouses and veterans. So I yeah, she believe it's pronounced DeFoster. DeFoster. So so the story is so her son goes out to dinner, takes like his How girlfriend old is he, or like a little kid. 16, like 16, 16, 17. Yep, 16. Goes to the the bill is $106. He leaves a $10 tip. Yep. She he comes home. She says, go get my card. Go get $20 and go tip that person correctly. Was the service good? I mean. Well, so that's, that's, that's a two-part question, right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's, because, I mean, I served as, you know, as a server, like, before Marine thank Corps. Thank you for your service. And after yes, Marine thank Corps. you for your service, man. <laughs> thank type. you. Thank you. Um, and, dude, I mean, I'm adamant about always tipping when they deserve a tip. And there's there's been a couple of times in the last, like, 10, 15 years that I did not leave a tip because it was so atrocious. I've never not left a tip. And I work in food service, too, as well. I won't give, like, I still think 22% is, like, the excellent number. 20% is everything met my expectations. And 18% is how I, I'm like, nah. Yeah, I'm like a 15% if they're bad. Yeah. 20. 15 to 18, yeah. 20 is, like, if they're decent yeah you know typically like 22 you know but if they're really good and, and if i go there a lot i want to tip you what i've found is that if you tip a little bit more and they remember you then they'll give you yeah. preferential yes. you know, treatment and service yes. you're playing the long game I take do it care the same of them way. they'll take care of you, you know? remember That's, their name like call yeah. them out what when you go back in there Manhattan i can't remember Nightclub? names i write down names huh mm. I no, tried, so, I tried to write so would you, if if you're if you're one of your kids came home and you saw the bill and you, they only left ten dollars first thing i would say is why service? did you leave ten dollars? Yeah, have them explain to me and be like, "So you had a good experience, everything, blah blah blah." And yeah, I would definitely say something then. Mm-hmm. But dude, I've been honest. I mean, there's been times where like, uh, like one time at Ruby Tuesdays when I was in the Marine Corps. Well, there's your problem, problem right one. there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Ruby had, Tuesday salad bar. This is no joke. I ordered a sandwich and a marble, a no shit marble came like just rolling out of it onto my plate, and I was like, "What?" Ah! I told them. Did about you it. lose your marbles? <laughs> I found my marble. Can, did, Anyways. did you ever stop to think that maybe the person who made that sandwich was a was single mom? Was a single mom who had to bring her son to school or to work that day. And the only way she could get him to be quiet was to give him his sack of marbles. Now, now it, time out. Would you say the same if it was a stripper analogy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say that thing got lost. That thing got lost. Uh, I've never, I have never not tipped, but I have been not tipped. And I will say this, that is a character builder. So if you work in the restaurant industry, you have, I think that has to happen. That's table stakes and it'll pay really good life lessons in the future. But are you guys telling me there's no type of situation that would warrant zero tip? I mean, if my food didn't come, if I didn't pay for anything, yeah. like if it was like I'm an well, hour you're still in, paying for your food. If if the no, server if I'm like is an hour total... in and the food doesn't show up, I'm yeah. gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna go find something else. Right. Like, like that time that we were at that sushi place when it took like two freaking oh, God, hours. Dude. No, no, no. And you were so aggro. Something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I'm yeah. like, hey, dude, if this isn't 
Seventy five percent off. I, you are not getting this. Now you gotta let if, the restaurant do the right thing. If yeah, no, but if but, but the it's server, not always just on the server. But if the server's constantly checking on you, constantly saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry," which did not happen. No, and that's this, different. Yeah. I'm absolutely right. conscious. Yeah, of that. but totally. so like if like there's an extrinsic force that is not allowing you to get your food or your beer or your soda, something like that. But your server's like, "Hey, I'm sorry, we're working on this. I'm sorry." You know, I would tip, but I'm not gonna pay. For everything. Yeah, because, I'm talking about know. experiences where it's two hours before you get your yeah. food and you see your server twice and yeah. everybody's dry on water. No, I'm out. I'm out. I, you yeah. just leave? Just get up and leave. I'll leave. I'll leave 20 bucks on the table or whatever. <laughs> I mean, whatever. You know, if I just had water yeah. and there was nothing else. Yeah, let the restaurant eat it, man. The food's going to come out, you know, like the restaurant. Wait, are we with our wives hit. or are we not with our wives? Because that's going to majorly. Be totally different when I'm with my wife. And Jenna's, Jenna's the one who doesn't put up with restaurant BS. I am far too patient. I understand that. I'm very patient too. Yeah. I don't want to. I just, I want to. I'm, I'm people pleasing. Yeah, I am too. I didn't like know that about you. You didn't? Good for you. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Brandon, I knew that about you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, shout out to the mom, D. Foster, uh, military spouse. Thank you for all your badass yeah. work with. Free resume support. Yeah, and thanks for teaching your kid and apparently the world a lesson because millions oh, of people have seen this. You confused two stories, buddy. <laughs> what are you talking about? You talking about Jody Foster? 1023, no, my last. He was going back to the first 1023, my last. Oh, blessings, Matthew. And this Wait, is 1023, why, 1022. That's disregard. This is, why, this is why you are a treasure of a human being. We love you. And why we love you and why our community Nectar. thanks you for your Nectar. service. How'd you feel about that episode? I'm giving that an A-plus episode. It's exquisite. All if right. we could only get the AC working better. Yes. Gosh. <laughs> no, I love Thank you, John Michael. You're going to do great in the Navy. I know it, buddy. Brandon Petty, John, people want to get in touch with you. What should they do? At Port City Attorney on all socials. He's not a guest. I know he's not a guest. Matt. Wait, when was the last time you freaking asked me that? I'm, I'm not a guest I'm either. about to ask you the exact My same thing. My question is, when do, I, when, do, when do we update the, the photograph? That's a great question. Hey, when you do know, we, Oh my uh, gosh, you know what I was thinking? Kick Evan off the uh, platform. Was you know, Evan is going to come here to defend he himself. Is, I think is. we're going to do a chicken fight. I think I think we're going to do oh, a fight. To I've been training. So I know, because they both train. You oh, have the height. Evan, yeah. this is for you, okay? Yeah. Come Ooh. at me, bro. That's a thickum. That's a thickum. I really you got to be two something to do something. Let's go. Yeah, but Evan doesn't even have a neck. He's just like he's all he's all thickness. It's gonna get him riled up. It's gonna be we're gonna we're gonna his favorite thing in the world is like the WWF like uh, character. What was what does he call it? The um, the heel. No, not the heel. Uh, the Attitude Era in in the WWF. So he's gonna go full Ultimate Warrior on this. I know we're gonna get him in. It's gonna be an S ton of fun. Evan, we love you. Brandon's the Port City Attorney. You know where to get in touch with him, Matt. You won't answer on social media, mm-hmm. but if anybody yes, needs to get in touch with you, where should they go? Where should they send their telegram? Uh, yeah. My t- their carrier yeah. picture. Western Union, um, 916 Don't give your number out. Don't do that. Nine. Don't give your number out. Matt do you have a Signal WhatsApp? F- like a- Matt, yeah, Matt at, at signalfire.media. We do podcasts professionally for people, so we don't give out your personal number, but we will give out our email. It's rob at signalfire.media. Or My Matt. phone number is on the website, by the way. Signalfire.media. We've got to change that. We've got to you change gotta get that. Phones. Yeah, thank you so much for listening in on this episode of Signal Fire Radio. We hope that this was an encouraging conversation that fed your mind, strengthened your body, enriched your spirit, and helped you grow your tribe as you become a Signal Fire in your community. We will talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.